Welcome to Married by Design. How's your marriage going? What are you doing to prepare for the second half of your life in regards to your marriage? That's what we'll be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Greetings to you all, and we appreciate you being with us this week. We started a series entitled The Best is Yet to Be. We're looking at how to prepare for and live out the second half of our lives. We want to encourage you to think of the second half of your life as the best part, the part that God has prepared you for. Whether you're in your 50s or 60s or even in your 20s and 30s, there are certain issues that you need to consider if you want to enjoy the life that God has for you in the future. It doesn't happen by chance, but it happens because you plan it out. I think it's important to have a clear vision of what God intends your marriage to be in the second part of your life. Our podcast is all about strengthening marriages and encouraging couples to pursue all that God has for them. This certainly should be true in the second half of your life, especially in the second half of your life. In this series, we're going to look at how to get there, to get to an exciting and satisfying second half of life. Last week, we looked at the idea of the midlife crisis. We suggested that the antidote for the crisis is an understanding that God is in control of your life. We need to embrace the reality that it's God's goals and desires for our life that matter. That means that we need to put aside our own goals and expectations. That's right. Sometimes life doesn't work out the way that we want. We may face any number of challenges as we discussed last week. But we do think it's true that in the midst of all those challenges that you can live a great life for the glory of God. And the foundation of that is having a great marriage for the glory of God. That, again, is really what we have focused on in this whole podcast, to give you the counsel and encouragement in many areas of your marriage to make it the very best. The very best for your own enjoyment, but most importantly, the very best for God's glory. And now as we consider the second half of our lives, it's important to make sure that your marriage is strong. It's important to work at making your marriage healthy and keeping your intimacy growing with your spouse. It's obvious, as we said before, that there are more people that are abandoning their marriage in the second half of their life. That's very sad because you should have been building a relationship over time with the individual that God has put into your life as your partner. It's clear that the second part of your life can be a struggle and miserable if your marriage is not healthy. You need to work at kindling the fire of romance, intimacy, and commitment in your marriage relationship. We're not going to cover how to fall back in love. We had a whole series on our podcast. We encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. That's part of the key to enjoying the second part of your life in your marriage. You need to love each other in every way and enjoy that intimacy to the honor of God. There are so many verses in the Song of Solomon that talk about the intimacy that should be between a husband and wife. And I think it's wrong to assume that over time that intimacy and commitment fade. I think biblically it should get stronger and stronger. Just a few verses on the idea of cultivating romance in in a relationship. In Song of Solomon 1 verse 2, the bride says, For your love is better than wine. You can tell that she really enjoyed the love relationship with her husband. The husband felt the same way. 
in chapter 1, verse 15, he says, Behold, you are beautiful, my love. Behold, you are beautiful. Your eyes are doves. And don't think for a minute that that kind of intimacy and love is only in the honeymoon period of the marriage. Or maybe I should say that the honeymoon period should last for all your married life. Sometimes it's easy to settle for less than God's intention in the marriage relationship. An increase in love and affection is something that has to be worked on and should be enjoyed. That kind of intimacy and affection is something that honors God as a husband and wife are the the example of Christ and the church. That's right. We certainly wouldn't think that the excitement that we have for the Lord in a relationship should fade away after the first years of us being a Christian. That intimacy, love, and affection for the Lord should grow through the years as the relationship matures. That should also be true in the relationship between the husband and the wife. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9, it says, Enjoy life with the wife whom you love. And in Proverbs 5, verse 18, Solomon writes, Rejoice in the wife of your youth. So how is it going as far as your marriage? Do you see a growing intimacy and commitment to each other? I think sometimes a husband and wife don't see or address issues that need to be addressed early on, and they begin to fester, and you build bad habits and patterns in the relationship. The husband and wife can accept less in the relationship than what God intends. They can get to a place where they're just living together rather than developing greater intimacy and love in marriage. That can degrade a marriage and put you in a place where you don't know what to do to get out of the rut, especially if you've been married for a number of years. It's hard to reach out to somebody for help. You feel like you should have it down by now, but you don't. And you haven't asked for help before, and there's been a hardening of the arteries in your marriage. That could be dangerous in the second half of your life. We live in a disposable culture. Anything that we don't like, we throw away. We get rid of the car for a newer model. Everything from furniture to houses are easily exchanged and upgraded. It's a danger when you think in those terms regarding your marriage. Understanding the need for intimacy and increased love for each other, you need to be committed to each other. You won't work on improving your marriage if you're not committed to it. God hates divorce. As we said, it's especially sad when there are gray divorces. That's a divorce in the second half of a couple's life when you should be enjoying each other more. They give up and toss away their spouse. God says in Malachi chapter 2, verse 14, The Lord was witness between you and the wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Did he not make them one with a portion of the Spirit in their union? And what was the one God seeking? Godly offspring. So guard yourselves in your spirit, and let none of you be faithless to the wife of your youth. For the man who does not love his wife but divorces her, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourselves in your spirit, and do not be faithless. What a clear challenge for us to be faithful to the wife or husband of our youth. To not do so is to cover yourself with violence. We have to guard our spirit from even considering divorce because God has joined them together and, as Jesus said, no man should separate them. 
So if you're committed to the marriage relationship and reject divorce, the option is not just to live together and struggle for the rest of your life. The option is to cultivate the relationship that God would have you enjoy with your spouse. Again, go back to some of our episodes about how to work on that in detail. Resolving conflict, falling back in love, communication. These are all things that we have covered that can help you work on these areas in your marriage. Okay, so we looked at cultivating that love relationship with our spouse, making a commitment to each other for the second half of your life. That's a good start to making your marriage firm and one that would be part of a great second part of your life. I think what you need to add to that is wise counsel. If, as a couple, you have struggled in areas, we certainly would encourage you to review things that we've covered. But I think it also may be important for you both to humble yourselves and seek out wise counsel. Many times in the second half of marriage, habits are so ingrained that you need a third party to come along and point things out and work with you on those changes. If you don't work at your marriage now, it won't be all that God intends it to be. You need to be honest with where you're at in your relationship. That includes seeking out a wise biblical counselor, such as a pastor. You may need somebody to come alongside you to set higher standards for your marriage relationship and the way that you care for each other. Setting higher standards, that's important in all areas of our lives. When we get into compromise on the things that God wants us to do, we miss out on so many blessings. I believe there's many blessings in store for us in our marriage relationship as we grow older. But we have to live by God's standards. God's standards of the way that we treat each other. His standards in our love and commitment to each other. Second Samuel chapter 11 and 12 is a story of David and Bathsheba. In chapter 12, when Nathan confronts David... He had said some very interesting things. He points out all the ways the Lord had blessed David. I think the idea is that if we truly understand God's blessings in our life, we should not presume on those and turn away from what he wants us to do. But he also says in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 8, And if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Wow, that's an interesting statement. It's suggested that if David had not sinned with Bathsheba, there would have been much greater blessings that he would have enjoyed. That's something to think about. When we compromise and disregard what God wants in our lives, and especially our marriage relationship, we miss out on the things God may have added to our lives. That's very convicting and challenging. Don't miss out in the second half of life. So there are a lot of challenges before us as we think about the second half of our lives and our marriage, a lot of adjustments that we need to make, a lot of things that feel like they're set in stone and are impossible to change. But the Lord is the God of the impossible. No matter what your marriage situation is right now, no matter what you've allowed, no matter what poor choices are affecting your marriage right now, you need to live with a confidence that God can change your marriage. That's right. The Lord is the God of the breakthrough. I heard an interesting verse in 2 Samuel 5, verse 20. And David came to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breaking flood. Therefore, the name of that place is called Baal Perazim. The footnote in the Bible indicates that Baal Perazim means Lord of breaking through. 
What a great perspective to see that the Lord is a God that can break through, can break through any difficulty, any stronghold, any marriage roadblock. You have to believe and anticipate that nothing is impossible for God to do in your marriage relationship. He wants your marriage to be its very best as you're in the second part of your life. We see so many examples of God's incredible miracles from the parting of the Red Sea to converting Paul to raising the dead. Considering all those incredible, impossible miracles, you need to have a confidence that God can work on your marriage relationship. He can do even more than we can even imagine or think. That's the kind of God that He is. And remember that your marriage relationship is not just about you. God wants you to enjoy each other and the second part of your life. But your marriage is much bigger than that. It's about honoring the Lord in your relationship. It's about others seeing a husband and wife that have love and cherish each other through the years, that have cared for each other, kept committed to each other in the hard times, loved sacrificially, and been the example of Christ in the church. The two really go hand in hand. In the second part of life, you should really enjoy each other more and honor God in your relationship. Others will see your marriage relationship and will glorify the Father. You have a lot to look forward to in the second part of your life. You have the potential for a fantastic marriage with God's help, but you have to work on that now and anticipate what God will do. So now for your homework. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to begin to work on one of these areas. And that's what homework is, beginning to take what you've learned and put it into practice. So here are the areas again. Developing an increasing love and intimacy with each other being committed to stay together through the thick and the thin, and never consider divorce, seeking out wise counsel to help strengthen your marriage, setting high standards in marriage and not settling for less, and believing that God can do the work that needs to be done. Discuss one of these areas as a couple and talk about the action points. Well, let me pray. Father, I just pray that you would help each couple as they look to the second half of their life to see what your intention is in their marriage relationship, to live for you, to seek after you, to make the changes that need to be made so that they have a a marriage that is truly enjoyable and honoring to you. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for being with us. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. As always, we encourage you to share this podcast with somebody. All you have to do is click on the link to share it on Facebook or Twitter or text it to someone. We'd also encourage you to rate the podcast as it gives us more visibility. Next week on our podcast, we will be looking at how the second part of your life can be so fulfilling and rewarding. We'll be looking at the struggle that parents have and how to thrive as parents of adult children. That's what we'll be looking at next time on Married by Design. 